Be'ezus Hashem Yizbarech. We will continue. We will be learning Simen Yud Aleph and Egeres HaKodesh, which is the 11th letter of the Holy Letter of the Balatanya, which is known as La'askil Chabina, to enlighten you with understanding. And we're going on a fascinating journey about the beginning of enlightenment. And we are explaining that enlightenment means to have illumination. You turn on the light in the room and there's illumination. The light is off and it's darkness. That's when you walk into a room. But how about in a person's mind? Is the light on in his mind? Or is the light off in his mind? Does he have laskil chabina? Does he have, is he enlightened with understanding at this moment? Or does he not have laskil chabina? Does he not have clarity of this moment? So then we have to ask, what does clarity mean at this moment? What does clarity look like? What does it look like when my mind is enlightened? We are explaining that a mind that's very tired, very old, very judgmental, very reactive, a mind that sees everything as dark, is a mind that's completely asleep, completely, completely rooting out and stomping out all light all vitality. But a mind that's highly aware, highly sensitive, highly attuned, highly curious. A mind that's highly Active, in an active state of observation is a mind that's awakened, is a mind that's, that has laskil chabina. And we are explaining the beginning of all suffering. is to not to be awake in your mind. Not to be awake in your mind, which means not to have laskil chabina, not to be fully aware of everything that's going on around you. How does a person have laskil chabina? How does a person have, how is he enlightened in his mind? 
How could a person be enlightened in his mind? Says the Balatanya, the only way to be enlightened in your mind is to have joy at every single moment. And how should a person have joy every single moment? Says the Balatanya, only you can have joy every single moment if you realize that Hashem is creating the world new every single moment. It's brand new. What you see right now is brand new. Something you never saw before. It's something you do not know. But the Balatanya starts out in Laskil Chabin and he says, Loizu Aderech Yishkun Er Hashem. That the way to the divine light, to the revelation of God in your own mind, thinking about God, how He's creating this world every moment for you, so you can discover Him. You will not be able to have that if you're attached to your material desires, if you have a hopes for tomorrow, if you have a hope to start to live tomorrow, if you have a hope of becoming something, of having Chaim Besarim, So an enlightened mind is in a mind that's completely aware of the birth of creation of every moment. And a, per- a person who's aware of the creation of this moment has the greatest joy in the world. He ha- he's experiencing a tremendous bliss from this moment. And the Balatanya is explaining that in order to experience the bliss of this moment, you cannot be attached to a previous moment. You cannot be attached. Because the only thing that matters in your life is your state of your consciousness. There's only one thing that should ever matter to you your whole entire life. How aware of the present moment am I right now? How aware of the state of my neshama, the state of my soul, right now? Am I more aware of the present moment right now? Or am I stuck in some form of measurement? Am I stuck in some form of resistance to this moment right now? So if I'm stuck in a traffic jam, and I have a very important meeting that I have to get to, and everything is depending on this, am I in a state of inner peace? Am I in a state of complete surrender? Or am I highly reactive? And do I start to say, we should have left earlier? We could have left earlier. How come you didn't tell me? Am I tremendously resistant? Which means that I'm asleep. Which means that I'm reactive. 
which means that I'm commenting. Do I want to be at the meeting right now? I do. Am I at the meeting right now? Absolutely not. Is there anything I can do about it? Not. There's nothing I can do about it. But to eliminate measurement from your life. But why do it? Does it? Why would it stop me from being fully alive right now? Why would it stop me from being fully aware of the state of my soul, the state of my life, the state that I'm in right now? Where is measurement come in? Why do I have measurement? This is a good experience. This is a bad experience. I should be right now somewhere else. Do you know where you should be? Do you know what you're doing in this world? Do you know what's good for you? Yosef Atzadik went through the most horrifying life. His mother died when he was a little child. His brothers betrayed him. He had untold suffering. He was sold out by his own brothers, all because he had a dream. Everybody tried to destroy him. And then he's in solitary confinement and he's in, a, in jail with Arabs. And he asks them, Why is your face, why do you look depressed? Since when does a person see two Arabs in jail and worry about their state of their consciousness? And why was he not depressed? Why was Yosef not depressed? But isn't it true that those two words, why are you depressed, ultimately led him to becoming the king of the greatest country in the world? going from being in the lowest state to what we would call the lowest state, the most betrayed, horrifying, forgetful state, right? Asleep. Everybody forgot about him. Everybody betrayed him. Everything that he had, what we would call good in his life, was bad. But in the lowest moments, it was the state of his consciousness, the state of his joy, the state of his joy, the state of realizing that the only thing in the world is me. And if I'm here right now, Hashem Hashem put me over here. It's not happening to me, it's for me. And there's a tremendous mission in this moment. And that is the state of my consciousness, the state of my awareness of this world, awareness that Hashem is creating me, and awareness of the newness of this moment right now. And if I'm not happy that I'm in solitary confinement, then I eliminate all measurement. And I just surrender to what is. I am here right now. There's absolutely nothing I can do about it. And when, there's, when I eliminate inner resistance, I'm at peace. And when I'm at peace, I could start discovering the state of my consciousness. Am I aware of my mission in this world? Am I aware of my purpose in this world? Am I aware that Hashem is creating the world right now? Am I aware? Can I be in an active state right now? Not a reactive state. Not triggered, not complaining, not measuring, not saying my life is a waste. Or everything that I... This is terrible, it shouldn't be like this. 
How can I ask what I can do for you? How can I ask, how can I be highly sensitive to the people around me if I'm my inner state of a tremendous resistance? Why do I have any resistance at all? Just ask the question, why do I resist what is? It's good, it's bad. Eliminate measurement, it just is. person gets a tremendous criticism, tremendous humiliation. His face becomes red. Is he diminished right now? Does he look at himself right now smaller because of what the person just told him? Will he hold on to it now for the rest of the day? And create tremendous resistance to that one moment in time where somebody humiliated him. Where someone caused him something that he didn't want for that moment. Or can he just end it entirely and just say it is what it was and that's it. There's nothing I can do about it. And never think about it again. And realize that that ending, that diminishment is just part of the no of life. There's the yes and there's the no. Every moment consists of a yes and a no. The no means the ending of it. And the yes means the continuation of it. And some moments will be full yes, and some moments will be full no. And you need them both in life. And they just are what they are. But none of them can you hold on to. You cannot hold on to the yes in life. Even if you run after yes your whole life, and you cannot hold on to the no in life. Because that is presence. That is yishkoin. Yishkoin means to be engaged, to be enclosed. And nothing will you be able to hold on to forever. But if you're highly reactive, if you're highly trapped, then how will there ever be Yishkan? How will there ever be presence? How will, you be, how, will you be, how will you be able to be enthusiastic if you don't surrender to what is? If you don't surrender to the negativity in your life? Just surrender to it. Just be a, just be a sponge. Just absorb it. Just let it pass you through. Non-reactive. To be non-reactive is the most active state you could possibly be in. A person who's highly in tune with the state of his consciousness, the state of his soul, the state of his aliveness, has zero reactivity to anything negative. He's waiting, waiting. And when he's tested this tremendous amount of love, this tremendous amount of passion, and Yosef HaTzadik was waiting to be king, he was waiting for his mission in this world. But he had zero reactivity. Because in every single area in his life, there was zero measurement. If I'm in solitary confinement, or if I'm in a pit, or if I'm on the way to being sold out. There's a purpose of life right now, and that's the state of my consciousness. And the state of my consciousness is to ask myself, am I in joy right now? Am I at peace with this moment? And then to ask the people around me, are you in at peace with this moment? That if you're not at peace, what can I do for you? So when somebody screams at you and they diminish you and they, and they humiliate you, or they have a strong difference of opinion than you, and you feel challenged, can you see the world from their perspective? Can you eliminate measurement? Can you tell a person, now I see it 
Wow, I never saw it that way. Can you really see where another person's coming from? Even if it's totally different than the way you see it. Can you be at peace? Or do you need to control everybody and everything around you? Do you need to be in a state of complete control? Which is highly resistant, which means highly reactive, which is, means tremendous amount of ego, tremendous amount of measurement. Did you ever try to look at the world with lenses that when there's negativity all around you, it just is what it is? No interpretation from your mind, no reactivity. To realize that there's zero negativity outside you, it's only within you. And if you're a highly negative person, if you're highly traumatic, if you're highly reactive, if you're highly trapped in your ego, then you will cling to negativity. You will wait for the moment that something doesn't go right in your life and you will hold on to that. And you will be trapped in pain, trapped in suffering all the time. And wait for those moments of criticism to say, confirmation bias, to confirm what you know, self-fulfilling prophecy, that everybody thinks about me negative, which has nothing to do with what people think about you because they don't put in the energy that you're going to put into that negativity, that criticism. Can you see the enlightenment in eliminating measurement from your life? Eliminating entirely measurement. To live a measurement-free life. A life with a zero measurement. Where the only thing that matters to me is the state of my consciousness, the state of my neshama, the state of my awareness. And ultimately it was Yosef HaTzadik who put himself in, in some Arab shoes. Seemingly insignificant because he eliminated measurement. Because he said, if I'm here right now, then there's a mission in my life right now. And that's to bring goodness and kindness and love and peace and hope into this moment. And either I could do it by myself with my own consciousness, meaning to bring joy into my own life. Which means that if there's real pain, if there's real pain in my life, then I end it. I stop. I'm quiet. If there's real pain, if you're witnessing death, if you're witnessing abuse, you must end it instantly. But you don't talk about it. You don't make a major thing about it. The story of Pasha's Pinchas, where he had to end something terrible. There was zero speech. In fact, the story of Pinchas is not in Pasha's Pinchas. There's zero communication. There's zero drama. There's no propaganda. There's no speech. He got up, he did what he had to do, and it was over. He never talked about it again. You have to end abuse. You have to end something painful. You end it instantly and you never discuss it again. You listen to somebody humiliate you, you listen to something that you don't like, and you end it. You see the beauty in the ending of the moment. And there's times in your life that you're not happy with what you're doing, you're caught in a thunderstorm, and you have a meeting, and you have something very important that you need to do, and internally you're highly, highly allergic to the moment, because you want to be somewhere else. But can you just surrender, and just say, this is what it is. Because what matters is not where I am right now. Because I don't know what's important for me right now. What matters is my state of consciousness, my state of seeing the newness of life right now. Discovering God. And to see that if you could be highly alive in those moments, 
then your inner state is at peace. Then you can have enthusiasm. Then you can be conscious to your awareness in your, in, of your soul. Then you are enlightened. But if you're deeply rooted into measurement, hopefully that you're always going to have yes moments in your whole entire life, then how will you be awake to your purpose? How will you be doing kindness to other people? How will you be sensitive to other people? How will you allow everyone to exist? If everything has to be measured the way you decide. It's a tremendous, tremendous meditation of a person could think about eliminating measurement in his life. I'm not as smart as him. I'm not as good as him. I'm not as religious as him. I'm not as... Eliminate measurement. Everything is the way it is. And Hashem knows exactly what He's doing. That is exactly what happened with Yosef at Tzaddik. And when you think about this very deeply, you will see. That Yosef had very little pain in his life. Because he was only concerned with the state of consciousness in his own body, and the state of consciousness of humanity. That's all he was concerned about. If you're not in a good mood, what can I do for you? And if I'm not in a good mood, how can I be more aware that less asal panoimine, that there's no place to void of God, and at this moment right now is the only moment that exists, which means that Hashem is creating me something from nothing. And that's why all enlightenment is in the mind. And if you're a highly reactive person, it means you're unaware that the true state is only the state that's inside. And once that state is wholesome, once that state is healthy, everything around you will be positive and beautiful and joyful and blissful. That's why the story is that they tell that the Chassid went into the Friedrich Lubavitcher Rebbe. And the Friedrich Lubavitcher Rebbe asked him, what is doing in Odessa? Odessa was a place that was worse than Manhattan. It was a tremendously vulgar, provocative place. And the Chassid told the Friedrich Rebbe, Odessa is the most amazing place on planet Earth. Everybody's learning, everyone's davening. There's a Yiddish Shemayim. The whole entire state is ablaze. Everybody's alive with the Hasidic spirit. And he went on and on to describe to him how everyone's growing. And now everyone's becoming better and better. And it's unbelievable that even in the state in Odessa, everything is magical, spiritual. Everybody is just strengthening themselves. And the Friedrich Rebbe smiled at him and gave him 10 ruble. And he left the Yechidis. Then another chassid came in. Right before that chassid came in, he asked this other person, why are you smiling so good? Why, what's, what, what, is so, what are you so happy about? He said, I told the Friedrich Friedrich Rebbe, asked me what to do in Odessa, and I told him that we're davening, and we're learning, and it's spiritual, and everyone's happy, and everyone loves each other, and everything's unimaginably good. And he said, what are you talking about? What did you tell the Friedrich Rebbe? It's not true. The Chassid didn't understand what this other Chassid told him. The Chassid told him, why why would you lie to the Friedrich Rebbe? The Chassid didn't understand. The Chassid who got the 10 ruble didn't understand. But this Chassid, who was critical of the first chassid who came out. He walked into the Friedrich Rebbe. The Friedrich Rebbe asked him, what's going on in Odessa? And he told him, what's going on in Odessa? In Odessa, there's terrible things going on. Everything's improper. Everything's dull. No one's learning. No one's davening. No one's the way they're supposed to be. Everyone's getting 
corrupted by the environment, nobody's interested in spirituality, it's a tremendous type of exile. And he went on and on and on about how horrifying Odessa is. And at the end of this conversation, the Friedrich Rebbe took out one little old ruble and gave it to him. And he asked the Friedrich Rebbe, is this fear? I just saw the previous chassid, he went out, he got 10 ruble. Why did you only give me one ruble? The Friedrich Rebbe smiled at him and told him, you think I don't know what's going on in Odessa? I know exactly what's going on in Odessa. I just want to know in which Odessa are you living in? In which Odessa are you living in? This is the tremendous lesson of Hayin Velav Shavit. The outside to eliminate all measurement in the question, which Odessa do you live in in your life? If you see everything positive, if you see everything with joyful, if you see everything with love, light and hope, if you see the positive in yourself and everything around you, everything will be positive all the time. And you will transmute all pain and suffering. But if you're a highly reactive person, then how will there be Yishkan Hashem? The Odessa that you live in is the Odessa that you decide. There's no perfect space until Mashiach comes. But the energy and the vitality and the life that you could bring into your own life is up to you, up to how you're going to look at it. What are you going to focus on? Are you going to focus on the ending of life, the pain of life? Are you going to focus on the positive? Are you going to be surrendered to the things that are not perfect and be highly sensitive to all the positivity around you and amplify that and live with that and bring that out of everybody. Bring out everybody else's consciousness. Everybody else's state of their consciousness. Which is the only purpose of life. To see God, which God is life. God is, God is love. God is joy. God is bliss. And then you, a person is in a state where Yishkan Hashem. Then the presence of his life, the presence of his soul flows through him freely. And the zero resistance, the zero spiritual disease, dis-ease, which means the stoppage of what is. And then a person is truly in a state of enlightenment, which is what he explains is the purpose of life, which is the Yishkan Hashem. 